We acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which this podcast is recorded and pay our respects to Elders past, present and Aboriginal Elders emerging. The Vale Podcast, driven by pioneer Ford Robinvale. It's worth the drive. Now let's talk about the um, changes to the border um, mm-hmm. both here and in Mildura because a lot of people obviously travel to and from Mildura every day for work and I thought I'd do a little reconnaissance mission this morning yeah, and go yeah. and check out the border crossing, which was um, easy, fine, no wait. Yeah, I did the same thing. I crossed over at Mildura and Robinbell uh, here and uh, had no yeah. problems whatsoever. No problems. Yeah. Okay, well, well, that's good because I'll tell. I need to make a confession, right? Mm. So, um, this is what happened last night. I, I was very tired. It was very late, um, and I and I um, was confused by someone's comment or question on Facebook. Okay, um, because they say they, they referred to um, a border crossing at Tullybuck. Yes. Now Tullybuck I, Beach. yeah. Now I associate Tullybuck with two things: the many trips to Swan Hill that I've undertaken over the years um, for family reasons because I've got family in Tatura, so we always go that way. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, um, you know, all of the, when I was working in various capacities, I've, I've always, my post, for some of my outreach posting was always Swan Hill. <laughs> it's a well-trodden path. Yeah. The other thing I said, yeah, with Julie Buck, is a trip um, we, we took as a family um, when I was 14. And I remember we went to, because mum and dad were pretty, you know, they liked local holidays. We, we were a barley kind of family. <laughs> so, so dad um, magically whisked us away to Tullybuck. So it was great. You know, we loved it. It was good. Um, yeah. And there's a big Tullybuck, you know, try your luck in Tullybuck. I yeah, remember that slogan. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're about to become clear eyes clients. Yeah. You know, they have yeah, villas yeah. and stuff now. Like well, no, no, I, I, would lo- I would love to get back there. But, you know, as a 14-year-old, the thing that I didn't twig about was that Tullybuck is on the New South Wales side. I just never knew that. I just thought Tullybuck, I associated it. I was on the way to Swan Hill. Mm. Um, you know, you could turn off and da-da-da. So, so someone asked me last night on Facebook about the Tullybuck Bridge. Mm. And they said, um, you know, can, can you do something about this? We're really upset about it. And mm. I was like, and the thing that came to my mind straight away was Tullybuck, I know for a fact, Tullybuck is not in my electorate, but I know that it's on the way. You know, I see the sign on my way to Swan Hill, so therefore it will be in Murray Plain. Mm. So I, I, I wrote that. That was my response. And then, then I got a, a really hostile message back going, right, I didn't vote for you last time and I'm sure not voting for you this time <laughs> oh. because you don't even know oh, that, that yeah. this bridge is in your electorate. And I'm like, oh, my God. And then someone else said, Ali, I'm pretty sure Piangle's in your electorate. And I'm like, yes, Piangle is. I know Piangle is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, and then I tried to explain my scramble. I'm like, look, I'm really sorry. Here's how it happened. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And Piangle is, is like probably, it's so close to the border of my electorate, I but I know that. Piangle's in my electorate. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, these things happen. But I just want to say to the good people of Piangle <laughs> that I know, I know you're you're in my electorate. I love you, value you, but you're there soon. And you know um, what? Yeah, I just, when you, yeah, when you do go to Piangle, make sure you stop at the Servo because those potato cakes, except for the Robinvale Golf Club potato cakes, yeah, are yeah, the best potato cakes in country Victoria. Uh, don't they make? Oh, well, that. I don't know. I've never had one of their pies because I always stop for potato cakes. Oh, there you go. They that's, great. No, that's good to know because yeah. we, we're, we're in it. So my whole team, we're, we're in a bit of a um, in a habit now of every time we go through Oyen, mm. we stop at, um, is it the Mallee? 
Is it the Mally Fowl Cafe? I know, I know uh, the, the, the Mally, look of Mally it. Stump? Yeah, the Mally, Mally Stump. The Mally Stump. You know, yeah. the, the one where you sort of turn off to sort of head towards like, um, you know, Murrayville and, yeah. yes. and that track. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That is the best. That, that has chips. And I, I mm. said, like, you know how you, you always know the expression minimum chips? You can get minimum chips. Mm-hmm. But it was after <laughs> I had those chips, I wondered whether you could order maximum chips <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 and what that might be. I was going to say, what would <laughs> maximum <laughs> chips be? I don't know. No. But um, speaking of I don't the, know. Speaking of the Tullybuck Bridge, though, um, because mm. there is another Clear Eyes Media client who is Andrew Peace Wines located in Piangle, but a lot of their staff live in Tullybuck and that um, bridge, the Tullybuck Bridge is completely closed. You can't actually cross there and you can't cross at Nyav. So everyone has to go to Swan Hill. They have to go to Swan Hill. Yes. So that's it. So so this is the footnote, right? So as soon as I realised that the the Tullybuck Bridge was actually the Piangle Bridge, which was important to, for me to know because mm. that was kind of the, the prompt. Mm. Um, as soon as we knew that, we've, 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 we've contacted two people. So one of those is the cross-border commissioner, uh, Luke Wilson, mm-hmm. um, who Jimmy's basically best mates with. We're on, on Jimmy's on the phone Ooh. to Luke all the time. That's handy um, to know. And, <laughs> yes, and, and also um, Helen Dalton. So mm-hmm. she's, she's our counterpart. So she's the, the, the local member for Murray. Um, on the other side of the the river, mm. so so I, I I'm not saying I'm not going to get involved. Of course I'm going to get involved, but technically speaking, it, it's still um, probably um, the the primary or the person who has the primary influence on that is Helen Dalton because she she is the MP, mm. and this is and, and and this is the thing that people need to remember because it's really important. The, the border closure is. The New South Wales government's gig. It's mm. not ours. We, ha- we haven't closed the border, right? So, so this is the New South Wales government that's done that. So absolutely pressure me. That's all good because then we can sort of, you know, pressure whoever else as far as we can. But keep in mind that your, your New South Wales MPs, if you're talking about crossings, are important to get in contact with because they've got more influence. Yeah, and the bridges are all owned by New South Wales. I know a lot about the Swan Hill Bridge, the Tullybuck Nye Bridge. And Helen Dalton's been in the press a lot lately about um, the water situation and she's a firecracker. So if Mm -hmm. she gets – Yeah, she's great. Yeah, she is great. So, um, yeah, do get in touch with her because Mm -hmm. um, I had the Mm -hmm. same thought this morning when I got got a call from from, uh, some employees at Andrew Peace and they said, oh, our bridge is completely closed. Oh, that's uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Charlie, you didn't have any issues no, coming, no. Uh, and it looked like uh, people with New South Wales plates were just driving straight through. Yep, and well, they just said hello, talk to them, kind of thing. But mm. uh, they stopped me and had a look at my permit. I said, "Yeah, fair mm. enough." Yeah, and the other mm. thing I wanted to to discuss, and I don't know whether you'll know the the police that I spoke to this morning were very very pleasant, but they didn't know either. Uh, and I did ask them after I'd shown them the permit for me and Peyton, who was also in the car with mm-hmm. me. That's a good point because mm-hmm. you need permits for everyone in the car, don't you? Yes. yes, yes, you do. Yeah, that's right. And that question was asked yesterday. So, so basically, if if, if you're a human being. You need a permit. That's yeah. that's the best way to say it, and 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 which makes sense because mm. little kids can get COVID too, and they can be asymptomatic. And though it's harder to spread it when you're asymptomatic, you can still do it. Yeah. Um. And so so that's the rule of thumb. You know, people were kind of, or some people last night were quite shocked that that children needed to um needed to get permits. And initially, I was kind of like, mm, that's a good question. Mm. It kind of makes sense, right? When you find out because you know, kids, we need to know if that child has been somewhere you know, um, where they may have picked up the virus. And if you're not required to get them a permit, you're not going to be able to advise of that risk factor. So 
so yeah, so kids as well. I just got um little dead eye, um, my son, his permit, so that's very cute. Mm, yeah, and, it, <laughs> um, and, and not, I'm gonna it's, put it's not something hard either. like it's not hard, it took no. me all 90 seconds, yeah, like, yeah, it's not yeah, hard. absolutely. Yeah. So, so if, if, the, if the system's working, it's not hard at all. There's, no. there's been some examples of where you know there's, there's, there's um it's crashed or there's been dramas, mm. but but the thing to remember is that you know, um, the first 72 hours, so we're probably now at the next 48 hours, yeah. um, but, but, you know, police were specifically saying and the government was specifically saying that, look, we're, we're going to be lenient because we, we get it. There's going to be a whole heap of teething problems with the system. So if you've got your licence, um, you know, that can verify you have, a, have an address that's within a 50-kilometre um, distance from the border, then then you should be all good. Mm. I've just had a um, a text message from someone watching um, our favourite basketballer on the Vale podcast, Steve Bowden. Um, Wait a minute, I thought yeah. you say you've got one right here. Yes. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> the Vale Podcast second favourite yeah, male say. basketballer, yeah. Steve Bowden. Oh, awkward. Sorry, yeah. Bruiser. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Um, his his basketball jersey nickname is Bruiser Alley. Just FYI for mm-hmm. for future reference. Oh, but good. Yeah. Steve has, and this, right, is, yeah. this is the kind of question that I've been asked all day today. Can you visit? Mm-hmm. Can a Robin Vale resident visit parents in Houston? Yes, you can. If you have a permit, just get the permit. Yeah. That's the answer. Yeah, it? yeah, that's right. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Just, just get a permit. Permits are really easy to get, and if, and and if you can't, I mean, this this is what I would do, right? If, if worst case scenario, if I tried to get a permit and couldn't get a permit, I drive over there. You'd get stopped by the friendly copper, mm-hmm. and you'd just say, "Hey, look, I've tried to get a permit. I know that." I'm supposed to get a permit. Mm. Um, I've tried. The, the system wasn't working. I will try again later. But in the meantime, here's my license, which shows what my address is. Yeah. yeah. Um, I did see someone on my way back from Houston this morning. I did see someone get turned around. So I'm not sure what that was about. Um, mm. But mm. the other thing, because we heard last night, but when I was, as I was watching this unfold, much the same as you, I assume, because I did see your live late last night as well, Ali, but watching yeah. it all unfold on the mainstream media and they're talking about the military being deployed up here and drones being used on bush tracks but Mm. our Robin Vale Euston track which goes over the Mm -hmm. bridge um, and you can either go down the stairs just over the river or around and over to Euston um, that is in no way barricaded it's completely open the Ah. checkpoint is beyond that and I did ask the the friendly police officer this morning uh, the bush track up on the bridge, kind sir, is that out of bounds? And he gave me a wry mm. smile and said, mm. you know what, I'm from Sydney. I live in Bankstown. I don't even know what you're talking about. I don't know. <laughs> and I went, uh, okay. good to know. Okay. And yeah. I did see people walking over yeah. and I'm laid up with a moon boot. Otherwise, I would have gone for a run. I've never wanted to go for a run to Euston more in my life than this morning just to see what would happen, <laughs> to see if there was drones. <laughs> to see if the cops would chase you. Well, kind of. I've got a permit. Well, I've got, You're I, such a wild child, Dave. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just to push the boundaries a little bit. But yeah. I thought... You're a badass. <laughs> such a badass. Um, but I thought if he doesn't know... And it, there didn't appear to be any military presence. You know what? The Robinvale Bridge hasn't even shown up on some of these maps. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, the yeah. Australian. Well, uh, did you see the article in the Australian today, uh, Ali? Uh, no, I, no, I don't think so. Uh, well, it had all the border crossings, and Robinvale wasn't even on there. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I know because they've got these category A, B, and C um, crossings. So, so I think that that what the impression we got yesterday from one of the briefings was basically your, your category A crossings 
which include like the you know the, the big crossing at Aubrey Wodonga and a few others, and Bongara as well, which is how they pr- pronounce it, Baronga. Oh, I was, was going to say, what is that? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, sure, I'm just like, what the hell is that? And all the rest of my team were laughing, and it took me another good 10 minutes to realise oh. that that was what it was. That was a joke. Oh. So, yes, yeah, so Bongara, meaning Baronga. Oh. Um, and, and they were the ones that were going to be, again, from memory, sort of have the heavier presences of police so and possibly military as well. Um then you were going to have your category Bs and your category Cs. And I think so So basically it's about, I think, probably the volume of traffic. So if you've got a massive volume of traffic, you're going to have it much more heavily armed and monitored. Not, not, sorry, not armed. I didn't mean to say that. It's oh, not heavily armed. It's not heavily armed. It's heavily armed. I was going to say, this isn't Israel. Gosh. Well, not yet. Oh, don't, don't, don't go there. That'll just fill the fire of the Dan Andrews. No, no, sorry. What I meant was more heavily Yeah. Yes, right. <laughs> um, and, and monitored, right? Yeah, I'm so sorry about that. This is why I'm too, so that sucks. I'm really sorry, everyone. The, uh, the um, Abbotsford yeah. uh, Bridge in uh, Wentworth, uh, it's shut completely. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, so that's the other thing too. So so there are, and, and they might be maybe your Category C type. Again, I'm not the New South Wales government and I'm on a crash course of New South Wales bureaucracy on this, right? So don't mm. take my word as gospel. But, but I... I I think what I'm what I'm what I'm speculating, you know, based on what I know, is that they're, they're stacking most of the resources at those crossings where there's a whole heap of like a huge amount of volume, yeah. mm. and and then the category B, then they're tapering it off a little bit, so they'll have like a a presence, so as physical monitoring of it and whatever, but maybe a smaller presence, and then with probably the, the the smaller ones again. And this sucks. I know if you you know if you're in Tullybuck or Triangle or wherever, I'm not trying to minimize this, but but they may have made sort of decisions based on. I, I don't know what, but, but some sort of rationalisation maybe to say, well, well the, 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 the very small bridges we, we can't basically we can't afford to, we can't afford or we don't have the resources to have like a fortified presence at every single one. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I don't know. I'm just again speculating. Mm. Um, but yeah, so so that, that and that's causing you know a, a whole other level of frustration for people when yeah, we get that but, but we're about, working on it you know they're mm. talking about uh, raising the Abbotsford um, bridge just to so you can't even go across so you it. can't go across it yeah yeah oh, not the, even emergency vehicles well this is the thing I was talking to the Wentworth um, Ambos last night and yeah. uh, they, they hadn't been told what was going on they just said it was, it was closed so I dare say they'll uh, yeah today. so so we the reports we saw yesterday were saying that it was closed to everything but emergency vehicles. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So we'll, we'll, we'll see. Yeah. yeah. But, but again, like this is this, this is the hard thing about this, right? That it's such a fast moving situation that by the time you sort of start to get a bit of a handle on what the current rules mean, they've all changed again. Yeah. yeah. Um. And and so this is one of the things that that we were um that we've been advocating for my office over the last couple of days. It's like, can someone please at some point in, in the state, in the state government, but also the the federal government, give us some confidence that you're doing some really long range forward planning here, where you're considering every possibility, and when you have to make an announcement or drop a bombshell, such as we're closing the New South Wales border, give us some information about the detail with that announcement. Yeah, that's right. Rather than sort of dropping that on us and then leaving like a good 24, 48 hour information vacuum mm-hmm. and then then telling us how it might work. It's creating needless anxiety. Mm. Um, and and the, the, the other issue to, beyond that 
it, 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 it's not giving us um, much of an opportunity to forward plan. You know, like for, for example, we, we've, we've introduced the idea the last couple of days of like travel bubbles or, or, or zones based on low risk of infection rather than what state you're in. Yeah. You know, like because because we've got same same my electorate has a very 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 low rate of COVID. We haven't had a case since April. Yeah. yeah. So so we should be allowed to keep our economy going. Mm, exactly. I you agree. know why why should we shut down? You know, like I was talking to um you know to business owners yesterday who were absolutely almost like white in the face, terrified that they would lose their businesses again. Yeah. And why? Because seven and a half, seven hours away. We've got like hotspots, you know. So I think that I think a, a more, I think one, except that this thing until we find a vaccine and that could be, um, you know, I've distributed on that is not going anywhere. We're going to continue to live with this threat, and it's a horrible thing to face, but it's the truth of it. Mm. And then secondly, start to design long range options and contingencies for that, and give the community really good advance forward warning. Bring us along on that journey. Um, because, you know, there's a lot at stake. Mm, There's an incredible amount of stake. And I was talking to some retailers yesterday in Swan Hill after our special uh, council meeting yesterday, and they were the same. They were like, you know what, for the last couple of weeks, trades actually started to pick up again. And now that Melbourne's going into lockdown and people are heading home and the borders are closing, again, being a border town, they're really concerned that um, things are going to slow up again and it's just, you know, it's... It's hard. I know. To I know. Mm, and it's it really is. And and so this is why I'm saying this is the other message I really want to get out today. That I, I don't know if anyone else saw Gladys Berejiklian's press conference this morning, but she sounded genuinely nervous. She she was saying, "Look, we have given this flexibility to the cross border communities, but here's what we're telling you very very clearly: if you are on the border of New on the New South Wales side and you've got permission from us with a permit to." crisscross to Victoria and back wherever you like you can keep that freedom as long as you're not then coming further into New South Wales and if you live in Wagga you're not going to visit Aubrey and if you're in Aubrey you're not going to visit Wagga but the, if you're if you're going to be if we're giving the cross-border communities that ability to go between them mm. That means that you can't then keep coming further into New South Wales because because we need to contain the infection. Even talking about having a second border, so so the border is the river at the moment, but moving the border further north in New South Wales, so that you've almost got a false border, mm. and and monitor that, so that so that yeah so and and I I could hear it in her voice. She was just saying, look, this is a very 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 fragile freedom here. If, if we get start to get any cases, if any of these cases start leaking into New South Wales, we're going to have to change things up. Either much more strict permit conditions, and I would suggest that means basically no one's getting through unless you've got a, a, an emergency on your hands, or they have to move the border, like a temporary border. Yeah. So it's, you, can, is, you can understand is, that though in Aubrey Wodonga because it's closer to Melbourne, but mm. we're like six hours away. Like, there won't be people trying to sneak across the borders here. You would think. Well, yeah, but there could be, Charlie. I mean, with no, no, but it's more. It's more the point that if you live in Gold Gold, you might go to Broken Hill mm. and go on holidays. You could and drive then, to Sydney. And once, and once, and once you're in Broken Hill, there's a passenger train connection between Broken Hill and Sydney. It's not yeah. hard to get there. That's right. So, so that's I guess that's the key. That's the key thing. It's it, 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 
yeah. So, so look, I see where she's coming from. Mm. And you know what? I had that thought this morning. I thought, well, we've got permits to get into New South Wales now and it's school holidays. So what's stopping us from doing the drive to Sydney? Well, maybe you can't go to Mungo on the weekend. Well, maybe I can't go to Mungo on the weekend. Well, well, I think, and I think that that's the that, that what I'm saying to people is, when in doubt, think about the spirit of this rule. Right, the spirit of this rule is to give a little bit of flexibility so that people in in the cross border towns can go about their daily lives. Mm. But, but, but the the spirit is also to protect the state of New South Wales. So therefore, if we're Victorian, and, and look, the fine print probably already says this, I don't know, because I'm kind of flying by the seat of my pants too, but here's what I'd say to Victorians. We've been given um, a, a gift by New South Wales to say, hey, we're happy for you to do business either side as if you would ordinarily, but this is not open slather. This is not saying that you can, because you've got a permit to come to Gold Goal to drop your child off at Netball, you can go to Sydney for the weekend. Mm. You know, mm. um, and I think there's a fairly clear distinction. And even if there's not a clear distinction in writing somewhere, which I reckon there would be, but let's say there's not, I think it's still incumbent upon us to just act like good citizens, um, whether the black letter law says it or not. Mm. You know, we just need to be mindful of that. You know, this this is a rule just to enable our day to day life to continue, um, but but we're still not out of the woods. Mm. This is this is not this is not normal life yet. This is COVID normal. Mm. Um, yeah. yeah, and that's and that's the thing too that the I've noticed over the last weeks that the people that have have been complaining about you know maybe going back into lockdown or f- restrictions being put back in are the same people mm-hmm. that kind of thumb their nose at the virus itself and that think that the rules don't apply to them. Yeah, I know that yeah. we haven't had a case. No, but, but that's what the the logic is. Like, well, yeah. we haven't had a case here, so we're fine. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. But but Ali's right, correct in what she's saying. This you need to adhere to the rules mm. and do your best as an individual to stay safe. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and and another example is this. So back in, let's say back in in December, December last year. Um, December last year, the United States of America had no recorded cases. Had they done it? All the tests? recorded cases were in were in China and wherever else. Well, they probably didn't think that they might have been. I, I don't know, but the point is, there were no recorded cases, probably because there'd been no intensive care presentations of people with this strange, deadly pneumonia mm. that they hadn't seen before. Right. Mm. So, so, um, and and now um, they're nearly at three million cases. And they've just clocked 131,000 deaths. Which is just... So my point, my point being, if anyone sort of is in this complacency saying, well, we've got no cases, so we can relax. Mm. America said that, in fact, Donald Trump literally said the same thing mm. back in, back in, I think, even January this year. He said, hey, we've got 15 cases. It's all good. We'll contain them. We'll be fine. The case yeah. numbers are going down. He said that. Mm. You know what he also so, said so that- last week? Mm. We wouldn't. (laughs) I know. I feel the same (laughs) way talking about it. He said. He said, "We wouldn't have so many cases if they didn't do so many tests." Yeah. So let's do. Yeah. Right. So let's do less tests to get the numbers down. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Better when Kanye's president. (laughs) Yeah. Or Taylor Swift. Yeah. Yeah. So, so this is, and this is the problem, isn't it? It's like so. So you can, you can, you can do that. You can kind of spin it that way, but. Body bags don't lie, mm. and when you've got 131,000 body bags, you can't argue with that. No, that's exactly no. right. You know, 131,000 that didn't need to be there. 
Yeah. yeah, 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 and 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 the trend now is you know in that first in that first wave you know we're seeing a lot of older people dying, mm. um, and and you know there's there's people who I have heard say oh well they're old anyway they're going to die well you're talking about our war veterans there mm. yeah. you know you're talking about people's grandparents in their seventies who would have still had twenty years of quality of life yeah who still have you know that twenty that well that's right exactly so number one that's I think that's a completely uh, uh, insensitive and and quite diabolical position to take, but the but even if you do take that, consider this: that in this second wave, more young people are getting infected. That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and it comes so, back to my first argument, but I'll let I'll let that go right now. What was that about the people <laughs> that that whinge about the restrictions are the same people that thumb their nose at the virus? Yeah. They're oh, in right. that demographic. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And and you don't know I mean, people who are you know that's oh young people don't don't die with it. Well, number one, yes they do, and number two, you don't know if you're going to be one of those people who are going to die from it until you've got it and you're in hospital. Mm. So mm. none of us know, mm. you know. Um, so yeah. Anyway, so mm. stick to the rules because, because the, the, these um, we we scored a couple of really big wins this week. One of them was was that Melbourne decided to quarantine itself rather than locking down the entire state. Mm-hmm. That's a huge win mm-hmm. for us and particularly our business community. The other big win is that New South Wales was nice enough to give us that very generous, easy-to-get permit exemption mm. to do our day-to-day um, business over the river and vice versa. We we um, if we drop our guard, we could have those two leniencies taken from us in a second, mm. and our quality of life is going to change. Yeah, yeah um, exactly so right. everyone needs to keep up the good work. Yeah. Yes, they do. So the the take home message for people in Robinvale at the moment is: yes, you can cross the river if you live within fifty kilometres of it, but you need a permit. Don't try and cross the river without a permit. Just get it. Takes ninety seconds on the Services New South Wales That's website. It. Yeah. That's it, exactly uh-huh. right. And we've had people calling um, our office this morning just for, for assistance, you know. And we've just like literally been on the phone, stepping them through it. Like, okay, so put this, you know, put this web address in. Okay, click on that. Da da da. Then drop down menu. So, so if if you're struggling with it, we can we can literally talk you through it. If you need to, our office is open. Drop into the office. Mm. You know, we've got all the hand sanitizers and all that sort of stuff. We're happy. To bring your phone with you if you can. And, and we can step you through it. Yeah, and Network House here in Robinvale are doing the same thing. Jack is even oh, brilliant. Um, printing them off for you. There's an abundance awesome. of computers here. Uh, well, Jack speaks Vietnamese um, yeah. as far as the other languages. I don't know. There is a few other community members that he taps into for assistance with that. So, yeah. um, But yeah. for people that haven't got internet, they haven't got a computer, they haven't got you know access to it, to any of that stuff, Network mm-hmm. House, that's what Network House is here for. Yeah. So. Do a great job. Brilliant. Awesome. Ali, thank you very much. We'll let you get back to your very, very busy week. Keep up the good work. It's a a pleasure. No worries. Is Donnie there? Has he just been really quiet or is he just not there? As if you would have got through half an hour. Exactly. As if you would have got through 31 minutes of speaking to us, Ali, without hearing from Donnie. No. Donnie's very quiet today. Oh, yeah. He's he's been quiet the last – he was supposed to come in yesterday with us too but um, had a spraying incident. So poor Donnie's a bit stressed oh, and then because he owns okay. the, the farm in Trentham as well. I think the announcement threw him a little bit and he... Of course, yeah, yeah, yeah for so, sure. you know, he's having to get permits right. for him and Sam. But thanks very much, Ali. We will talk to you again soon and thanks for keeping us updated. We really appreciate it. It's a pleasure, guys. Thank you. Talk soon. Cheers, thanks, bye. Ellie. We're probably talking. Uh, so, you ready for golf? Your husband just texted me. Oh, it's 10-2. You're going to the golf club. Yeah, we're going to have a hit of golf. Your husband just texted me and said... 
Ask Ali for some golf tips. You're going to need it. <laughs> Didn't you beat him last time? No. Oh, no, he gave me 10 shots in. Yeah, but you still beat him. Yeah, but that's I mean, it's not really. Yeah, but that's just that's the same as having a handicap, Charlie. Yeah, I do have a handicap. My club. Your handicap. Cap. <laughs> my clubs. So. <laughs> clubs and grasp on the yeah. English language. Yeah. Righto. Yeah. It's my second language. Mm-hmm. I might go to the Robinvale Golf Club for lunch and have some potatoes. Thanks cakes. for listening to the Vale Podcast, driven by Pioneer Ford Robinvale. It's worth the drive. Remember to support our sponsors and shop local. Yeah. Subscribe at thevalepodcast.com.au.